Hey, podcast friends. If you love our podcast and want to help support us to continue making cool shit, consider joining our Patreon community. Get early access to each episode, a monthly hangout on Zoom, custom answers to your questions in exclusive Patreon videos, and much, much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash conversations with creators to become a patron today. Your support means the world to us. Now on to the episode. Rap is an acronym for rhythm and poetry. So yeah. did I not know that? <laughs> right? So oh my god. Rap it 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 did start from hip hop. Blew my mind open. <laughs> <laughs> the one movement that I would say that everybody should should get first is a handstand. I'm just saying for body control, for balance, for breaking, if you want to do some of these moves. And not only that, just anything in life, like these, a handstand will teach you balance upside down and it'll actually make you better on your feet uh, yeah. because you learn how to control all parts of your body. We went to Battle of the Year in 2019. We got invited to be Team USA. Damn. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, that was in France. And, uh, and just to be on that stage, yeah. we talked about it. I was watching that VHS growing up. Battle of the Year is not a, a competition. Oh, it's yeah, it's not a competition. You can just go enter. You have to be invited. So um, that was probably my my funnest accomplishment in bracket. So the big question is this. How are creators like us who aren't built for the nine to five, for the people who put their passion before them being comfortable? How do we turn that passion into a living that pays the bills and a life that we love? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. My name is Noah Mittman, and welcome to Conversations with Creators. Welcome back to Conversations with Creators. I am your host, Noah Mittman, and my guest today is the breakdance tutorial extraordinaire, Beast Boogie. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. What's up, y'all? I appreciate you having me on. Um, I know I saw a little bit of um, the interview you do with Lauren. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean... uh, and we are, like you said, we finally made it happen, and yeah. No, I was happy. I was like, because he, again, it was, if, if you guys listened to the episode with Lauren Ball, the Ninja Warrior, we mentioned, Beast Boogie gets a shout out in his awesome tutorials, and then he he kind of uh, uh, engaged on that, and I was like, oh my God, we should have you on the show, and now here we are. <laughs> I got to give a quick shout out, because I just went and picked up a case. I got my first sponsor on the show, which is Woods Boss Brewing Company. And uh, very yummy. I'm having the uh, Dark Hedges Dry Irish Stout right now, and it's delicious. So thank you, Woods Boss. You guys rock. Um, yeah, man. I see all the uh, the accolades behind you. You got quite a uh, – you've had a bit of a career here. Yeah, man. So I've been dancing for 27 years. Damn. <laughs> I know. That's uh, awesome. I started in 1996, and, um, yeah, I started off. Uh, just doing it with my friends at school and doing it around uh, family members and cousins. Actually, two of my cousins, I didn't have older brothers, so two of my cousins I kind of looked up to, and they were dancing. Um, and so that's how I got started. And then started seeing people at school and then around the block and then so on and so forth all the way to now. Yeah, so it was kind of the, it seems like it was, I was going to ask you what got, like inspired you to start, but it sounds like the culture itself kind of inspired you to start. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because 
it brought us it brought like friends and people together and um it didn't really matter who it was or like how old they were or anything like that we were all just it was all a common uh goal which was you know to to get these dance moves because we didn't yeah. really have direction either back then we didn't have a lot of dance pre, pre-internet by the way kids pre internet <laughs> no youtube no i mean this was before like aol and those things i mean like those things were barely coming out so we yeah we just went off some a couple of vhs videos we saw yeah traveling around and um there was a couple of movies like beach street and yeah and that so we just went off of those things and yeah so we weren't necessarily taught um like you know we weren't necessarily taught yeah no taught yeah just like just trying stuff out it's interesting actually i just realized like that's kind of how i i guess in my mind it's been around so long but i didn't even think about like pre-internet that's why you have the different styles from different areas because like nobody was communicating online with like showing movies it was just like you had the thing you're doing and then another state has the thing they're doing another country has the thing they're doing it could be totally different styles because you're just in your bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because it's evolved so much now. So if you see a lot of the different countries, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. how much it's evolved. But, but even just back then, again, a lot of those VHS videos that were floating around where uh, one was called Battle of the Year and it was basically in Europe and there was a lot of different, yeah, uh, um, just people from all over. So you you really got I mean people from Africa people from from Japan so you got a taste of all that and you're just it really blew us away and I think that's what really got me um, hooked on it too at the beginning was watching that because um, like I would watch like wrestling and, and things like that and so I would see like WrestleMania so seeing like a battle of the year table seeing like that and yeah. I was like, that's what I wanted to do. That's totally, that's exactly what it is. Battle of the Year is WrestleMania. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like what it is. So, so, yeah, that is the perfect, like, if you're wondering, well, yeah, if you're like, what the hell is Battle of the Year? Everybody knows what WrestleMania WrestleMania is Battle of the Year for breakdancing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, absolutely. What got you inspired to start teaching? So, yeah, I think. It was, it, I didn't teach really until years into dancing because um, I was still learning myself. I mean, I, you're always learning forever. Yeah. But enough to teach. Um, I think what I was practicing at first was a lot of like uh, the moves and not so much like the dance of it. Yeah. Um, and I think until I learned the dance part of it more, then I was able to teach because um i just didn't have that foundation to give right. back and that's mostly what you teach um especially in beginners classes is all really the foundation of the dance and the basic movement and so uh so yeah uh once i once i got that about 10 years in is when i started like um and i was um graduating and working and teaching was also a job yeah so um that was you know it, it, it was it was hand in hand. You, I wanted to teach, and I wanted to do what I love, uh, and I wanted to make money from it. So it was, you know, teaching is the way to do it. Yeah. Plus, uh, um, I I do say this a lot. I mean, teaching is for all ages, but for the younger ones, if you really want to uh, 
develop your foundation, teach because you're literally running through foundational movements every day, all the time. A new kid comes in, guess what? You're teaching them the same step that you just taught them. And although it gets repetitive, it's also just running it over and over and over to where you have it. I mean, that's what freestyle is. You're able to freestyle these these movements that are just natural to you already. So you start dreaming about it. You start doing it like no matter what, like it's, it's just in your body, which is exactly what it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what are, what are like three moves that somebody with no experience should get down for a good foundation to start breakdancing? Three moves, basic moves. Yeah. Like like you, you want, you movements or dance moves because I can give you three movements. But I think let's go boom. Let's start with movements and then yeah. go dance moves. Yeah. Well, the the one for me, the one movement that I would say that everybody should should get first is a handstand. Mm. Uh, and this, and I'm not talking about like dancing and the rhythm. And I'm just saying for body control, for balance, for breaking. If you want to do some of these moves, and not only that, just anything in life, like these. A handstand will teach you balance upside down and it'll actually make you better on your feet uh, yeah. because you learn how to control all parts of your body. If you have a good handstand, it's because you can control uh, your arms, your feet, your legs, because it's all one thing. Handstands aren't just hands and arms. It's your uh, your lower body too. So handstands is probably the main thing just in general. Um, but um, this... I mean, it's almost like simple movements if you think about it, like forward rolls and bridges and uh, car wheels. Those are all like foundation to just body movement, body control. And I say once you have decent body control is really when I start pushing dance, breakdance moves on you. And that's when I'll, I'll start with um, some top rock steps, which is very more just um it's air, top rocks anything standing up so it's more like dance 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 moves like dance moves to the dance music uh and then footwork where you take it down to the ground i would start with like some basic like kick out something mm-hmm. where it's just um very simple very visual and that's another thing too going back to like my tutorials one way that i used to learn was very visual yeah, we were watching these VHS, VHS tapes and nobody was telling us nothing. We were just watching it and then going off of that. So I learned I learned way better from visual. And I know not everybody is like that, but if you go look up dance tutorial or break dance tutorial or any of that stuff, it's all these long five, five to ten minute videos of the guys speaking or the girls speaking. And when they're speaking, it's almost like they're speaking to other dancers. They're not. Yeah, yeah basic normal people that sit you know that don't dance so that's what i that's what i try to break my tutorials down like that you know i was gonna say it would be hard to it would be hard to learn break dancing from a book <laughs> yeah exactly you just see it you need to put your body in a position if you learn from either uh you learn from listening from reading like seeing or uh, from watching and and so somebody could tell me these things and I might not get it. You know, I might not understand. You could, I could say you put your hand here and then put your hand here and then swing this leg up. But without the visual of it, it's like, yeah. And then even more, some people show you the visual, but they're, they're talking to you in dance and dance words. And some people don't understand that language or that lingo. You know? So I do know it's true. It's, it's a whole language in itself. It I, mean, is. I mean, specifically like, 
you know, if you don't know what Top Rock is, look that up. If you don't know what footwork is, look that up. Like, yeah, that- that's why when I, I know I talk a little bit, I talk a lot, but that's because when I give these examples, I also like to, again, when I said Top Rock, it's like everything standing up. I have to, yeah. kind of, well, because to the normal person, they're not going to understand it. You know? Exactly. So, Education. again, um, handstands, forward rolls, cartwheels, those are just the basic body movements that they'll teach you anywhere, really. Uh, and then with, with, with breaking, I mean, top rock footwork and freezes. So any foundational stuff of that, which is again, like kickouts for footwork or a headstand would be like a basic or a head freeze, Yeah, you know? Um, so those, those are the easier things that I would start off with, especially with the beginners, you know? Absolutely. Especially with no experience. Now they come in with a little bit of dance experience and I can like test them out and do a little bit more. I don't really have to go over like four rolls with them or anything. It's going to be. No, but I mean, I think if, you know, even just a handstand is so, um, it's hard for them. Like the, you know, I did, I did parkour for 15 years. So I definitely have, it's funny because I've been, I have been paid to break dance, which cracks me up because I just, I'm not in the, shouldn't be paid to break dance in the least, but, but it was, it was good. You got a shiny suit on and, and it was a good time. But, uh, but no, I mean, the handstand is, is, a good like if you can get a handstand down, that's you're getting to know the physical level that you need to actually like break the answers. It's I was <laughs> I would say this like with parkour, I would at the beginning of a, a session, I would I want to get a move, I would get the move. Yeah. If I was trying to get a breakdance move in the session, I would, if I wanted to get a move by the end of the session, I could get my body into the starting point to try and start the move. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard. A lot of people see it and and they see the first step or whatever and they and then they try it and they're like oh wait yeah oh, that's way harder than it is I I think I think b boys are probably the strongest dancers that exist I I believe and b girls too b girls oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. b girls absolutely now, but but yes in general um I think breakers they use their body and weight breakers I like that term better <laughs> even. Trust me, I've learned. I've learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and but, but anyways, yeah. So over the, uh, you have to. Again, when you're doing footwork, it's every part of your body. It's fingers, hands, wrists, arms, back, neck, head. Especially if you're looking up and you're using your feet, and like it's everything. It's it's. I can go run right now. I can go run five k and do it fast and feel good after it and and i can just even go sprint or whatever and but when i do a round of dancing it's a completely different endurance it's a di- completely different stamina because um it's just you think like total body endurance yeah and not only that it's the mental part of it too yeah. with running it's one goal it's just run straight with breaking you don't know what's coming next it's it's i mean unless you have it completely set up like it's Which- more yeah, I, <laughs> you never do. Comes out, yeah. It's always a different song. It's always a different comp- uh, competitor you're going against. It's yeah, a different person you're performing for. So it's, you know, it's and, but that's the fun of it too. That's, that's no, it's that's why I mean, it's a completely open play like sandbox. It's freaking, it's great. That's actually good. Leads me to the next uh, question: Is what do you think breaking sets breaking apart from other forms of dance? Uh, phew. like I, I would say that itself, which I was going to say it earlier, but I didn't. Um, and I don't want 
to like offend anybody in that in the dad's world completely but i i think when breaking is breaking has its own set of moves but it also took takes a lot from everything from gymnastics from karate from jazz ballet tap it takes a little bit from everything we add our style to it we add our twist to it and then those are like movements that we we, we turn into breaking movements and so um the like i just think that in general the dance itself it just takes so much um and, and again too a lot of these dancers that that are that become really great it's because they put everything into it every yeah. day at the time um and as to where any dance like a ballet or something you have to put a lot of time and effort into it but again it's a set of moves that you're doing and that you like you're in line with 10 other ladies or guys or whatever that are doing the same exact movement as to where breaking it's never going to be taught like that it's never ever going to be like that every single person will be taught the same move but everybody's going to do it differently and they're going to be encouraged to do it differently yeah the person so it's it's hard to even gauge like uh, a level of of a breaker no, it's very true. It's subjective. Over beginner style breakers, but there's no like scoring level to it as to where like in gymnastics, you're level one or two or in karate or yellow belt, green belt, or, you know, in breaking it's you win or lose or you're just, you know, of course there's, there's, there's more experienced dancers and there's more high level dancers because they train in a different way and they train for a different reason. Cause a lot of dancers don't train to compete, you know, some just, perform or something yeah. to teach or just love to dance so again with that being said i think it's it's really not only the hardest form of dance to learn because you really have to put a lot of life into it um it's also one of the hardest sports i don't even want to call it a sport but it's almost one of the hardest sports because again with baseball every position has a goal if you're the catcher you're catching if you're the pitcher you're pitching you know, in basketball, there's there's only so many uh, types of ways to shoot: three point, free throw, you know, layup. And and with like basketball, even so, you know, say like what comes to mind in terms of like originality would be like the professor, and his apparent. I mean, I don't know how, but apparently some of his moves are like would be illegal in the NBA, which makes no sense to me. I'm like, he's exactly. Like, come on, exactly. like he's. He's clowning on these guys, but like he, the skill is there. As long as he doesn't double dribble, like he's fine, right? And there's no limit to it. There's no, right. Again, he's made that an art form. That's a perfect example of him being more of like a performer. Yeah, the NBA players are like the high level competitors. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to learn that way, and so they're focusing on the things that that are going to get them there. Because no, again, I love it. I love it. And they'll be hurting. Yeah, breaking's going to be in the Olympics in twenty. 20- I heard, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> Actually, I'm interested. What do you What do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Well, of course, everybody has their own opinions. Uh, I know it's political. I know it's political. <laughs> always negatives. There's always positives to everything that's going to happen. Um, but no matter what, um, it's evolving, and you have to evolve with the times. Yeah. And on top of that, it's. I mean, it's it's. Um, Hip hop's only been around for fifty years. Breaking right. is part hip hop. Breaking's only been around for like forty of those years, maybe. And like so, um, or maybe around the fifty year mark too. But 
the point is is that it's new uh, it's just it's still new almost and yeah. so you know having it in the olympics is, is is like not just a step forward it's it's like we're on to another level yeah and, well, i totally agree i i think it's like honestly as like an outside you know i i would like to get back into breaking i'm i'm you know it's, it's it would be a really fun uh fitness activity and stuff and just an art but like as a viewer i don't really watch the olympics that much uh but man i will watch breaking in the olympics absolutely so that brings me back as a viewer so check this so in 2018 and buenos aires they had the youth olympics there and it was the first time they ever had breaking in the olympics yeah and it, it was the youth olympics and um i had one of my crew members was a judge one of the judges there and uh not only he told me that but you can read it online in, in all these different places where it says how where people explain how it was the most packed place yeah yeah of course <laughs> yeah <I> just <laughs> and just the eyes how like people will go into like I don't want to name a sport. Let's say they go watch another sport and they're kind of in and out, but now yeah. we're coming and watching the whole entire thing and they were, you know, in, in engaged the entire time. So now that I think it's the most original thing to add to the Olympics ever. And, and I include as a by the way, as a parkour guy, um, unless they unless they really figure out a way to judge the free running thing with flips, uh, they're just doing speed courses, which is cool, but like that's essentially a race. Whereas breaking is just, it's going to be the, it's going to be the new, the cool. I mean, I think it'll break content, like viewership records for when it, it comes. It's already full. It's already there. Out, like the yeah. area and all that stuff. The seating. I love it. I love it. They're adding it. I think it's a cool next stage. And, and not only that, but like, again, for, you know, for the growth of it, for the growth of the art and the sport, like reaching a new generation, reaching the general public, which is what kind of Ninja Warrior did for parkour a little bit. Um, but like, if you can reach the general public, it's going to grow and it's not going to be like, it's going to, it's going to be generational. It's going to be around. Yeah, for sure. Which for is sure. dumb. Cause it sounds like we're still kind of in the first, maybe second generation of breaking. Yeah. I'd say maybe, maybe about the third, third, like, yeah. well, there's lower levels of phases or eras. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like, yeah, like generations there, you know, there's the. 70s and 80s and then there's um like i guess people feel like it died out which it did in certain places yeah that early 90s era but then there's those um like early 90 mid 90 breakers to about i would say like 2008 or 9 or 10 and then there's the 2010 to now era Uh, yeah yeah it makes sense so every 10 years that makes sense yeah so yeah there you go perfect yeah and now it's like solidified that it's going to be going on. You know, that's it's every every Olympics it'll be introduced to a brand new audience. Like, yeah, that can imagine. Super cool. This will be in oh, 10, 15 years. So, um, I mean, it's already crazy. And the, the kids now are again, too, like it's the generation of it. When I was a dancer, there wasn't um, younger kids. There yeah, was, you were the young kid. <laughs> Even the OGs weren't even like there was far and few, you know. Yeah. So now there's 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 full on legends. There's full on OGs. There's full on uh, high level competitors. There's full on kids like kids leagues and everything. 
where these kids are like unbelievable. And so, yeah, it, it's How, our future. And as long as it's treated the right way and we yeah. get some of the the foundation of it, then yeah, for sure. It's, it's, do you know how it's being judged? Is it kind of the pointing or is it, you know, is it, is it still battle or is it, is it, what's the point? Well, more grassroots um, style competitions like here in the city and, 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 you know, just, just for the fun or for, you know, those are still point. Um, but these bigger uh, competitions are, they definitely have systems now in place. So I think there's like three or four, maybe like four or five um, systems that around the world that are used some more favored than others um and and the olympics um i know they were using one and then they changed it to one of the other ones last minute which is kind of weird but but yes there's i mean they're yeah they'll figure it out it's i think yeah it's like the first couple the first couple of olympics that'll be figuring it out but it's still going to be the dopest thing to come to happen to the olympics (laughs) for sure i'm definitely watching so again, it's 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 just the evolution of it. You have to. It's going to bring up so many opportunities. Yeah. I mean, they're going to need analysts and commentators and judges and and coaches. Wild. And even clothing brands and yeah, studios are going to blow up. There's going to be so many people that are going to be trying to do dance studios, and there's going to be more dance teachers. So it it's 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 a great thing. Now for the very now like the deep down hardcore culture part of it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's closing us a little bit. It's mainstreaming it a little bit. It's um, it's doing a lot of those things that take away from kind of why where it started and why it started, which was more of the fun of it and yeah, the, um, compared to it just being like competition based. Yeah, like there's what I I kind of look at it. I mean, a similar like parallel for me is like snowboarding. Yeah, um, where. It's even evolved now. I'm <laughs> actually I'm interested to see because like the X Games, my favorite thing is the knucklehawk, which is like the kind of creative spin. Create, you know, it's not just the big air with with spins and shit, but like yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see like when the knucklehawk like gets to the Olympics, like because it, it will, you know, stuff like that. It'll keep evolving, and I I I know that'll happen. You know, with you know, there's there's just going to be evolution and and more. At least they're like thinking outside the box and like trying to bring some other stuff that's newer in, because you know, as much fun as archery is to do, I I think it's maybe more boring to watch than golf. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I love golf, but I love golf. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't hear you. It's definitely it, yeah, it's definitely it's gonna boring. be it's gonna be cool to watch. It's it's uh, no, it's interesting, and and that's that's actually a funny thing. It's just like there's so much. With upcoming sports, as we let's call it, like there's so much political, there's so much like differing opinions as it grows, and it's just like you're you're witnessing this the the evolution and the rise of something new and so and like how it works, and you know I'm sure all, all the sports had a bumpy start when they when they originally were in it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you can already you can already see. Through the NBA and and different places like that, well, they were all smaller leagues back then. But yeah, I mean ev- everything, even skateboarding and uh, things like that, they got picked up through the years. Through the yeah. Oh yeah, that brings me back to the the NBA point. So I, you made such a good point with the professor, where like the NBA is a fifty yard dash, and the professor is breaking. Yeah. Like he brings the style, he brings the flavor, and 
it's not just who can shoot the most threes. It's like, you know, playing around with it, which is, I just, I love it. I want to have him on the podcast eventually. That'd be crazy. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely would be someone to talk to. Yeah, because he does, again, what he does is like, um, it's almost, uh, it's 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 just, again, it's like showy. So yeah. To, I mean, the coaches wouldn't even like all that stuff. So <laughs> he's doing, like, he's doing yeah, power moves while everybody else is, stop, stop, is stuck in like basic top rock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of, this is where breaking still, it's hard to even judge it. Even with that system, it's still kind of hard to judge. Yeah. So, um, Got a long way to go, but no, I'm excited to see where it grows, and I'm sure it'll make some headlines, and and I'm sure there'll be some controversy, and that's just all. It's all good. All press is good press. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. What uh, I I know you got some some medals behind you. What what battle or performances are you uh, most proud of, and why? So we well we actually did battle the year. Uh, oh shit! Mean which is crew? Well, the pandemic. Like, uh, what say that again? What's your crew? My crew, uh, we're called Habit Coral. So um, it was it was started as two crews back in the 90s. One was called Habit and one was called Coral. And Coral was more of like a freestyle dance crew and Habit was like a battle b-boy crew. Sick. And the uh, best two crews in Houston and in Texas for a while. And they were always going against each other. And there was a, there was a USA tour and they ended up teaming up together. But, nice. But Habit Coral, yeah. We've uh we went to Battle of the Year in 2019. We got invited to be Team USA. Damn. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Uh that was in France and uh, sick. And yeah, man, it was uh it was to me, we made it so there was twenty five crews from all around the world and they all do a performance and um and at the the top uh six uh performers get placed and then they they pick six to battle so we got picked we got six placed actually in the performance i think and then we also got picked for the battle and then we got fourth place in that so hell yeah so i guess but uh fourth out of 25 in the world that's wild and just to be on that stage yeah we talked about i was watching that vhs growing up battle of the year is not a a certain oh yeah, it's not a competition. You can just go enter. You have to be invited. So um, that was probably my my funnest accomplishment in bracket. But was there? Were you like conscious during it? Was there any part of you that was it was an out of body experience? Well, the whole time, or were you actually able to like be in the moment? Man, it was both. It was both. Like you're in the moment, but you're also like you're on this giant stage and it's in a giant stadium. Like it's it's pretty. It's crazy. It's like. But I'm so used to being on stage and performing as well. Yeah. But then you're also you look at the sign and it says "Battle Here" and you're like, "Whoa, wait!" So and you're looking, watching it. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know. But as far as um, favorite competition, yeah, I've won plenty around the USA and some around the world. But my favorite one that I've won is actually here in Texas, it's in Austin, Texas. It's called Boy City. And it's pretty much like the Super Bowl of Texas. So it happens like every year, once a year, it's happened. Uh, when we were younger, it was the biggest jam. We would practice specifically for that. But through the years, it it, 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 um, it never faded. It was always still around, even as a lot of our those crews 
were traveling around like from Texas and and uh, evolving and dancers were leaving and new dancers were coming in. Um, b City was always there. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a time period, a little phase where, you know, but in, uh, in the early years and especially in these last couple of years, it's been huge, bigger than ever. And um, and we I've won it twice. Hell yeah. They're on 27 or 28. They're about to have a 28th one this year, I think, I believe. And I've won twice in the crew battles and once in the in the one versus one. The crew battles are the big thing, though. It's like a, it's like a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, no, man, I get it. There's nothing like the hometown. That's like when you can rep yeah. hometown. It's it's uh, and uh, proud. And yeah, so uh, in the last two years in a row, we've gotten second place. And uh, so again, winning it before was great, and yeah, it's probably one of my favorite wins. But podiuming uh, is, I mean, if you can consistently podium, that's that's all you can ask for, right? Like, yeah. For sure. <laughs> and of course, I've hosted my own dance competitions too. I've hosted over 30 dance competitions in Houston. I've hosted uh, a, a dance competition in Colorado and Denver before. Uh, Denver's got a good scene. Three, actually. Yeah. One this, uh, two of them this year, actually, at the Denver Selfie Museum. So, <laughs> this selfie, I think I've driven past that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool spot. It's a pretty cool spot. I connected with them, obviously, through through my content and content. Yeah. And all that stuff, and that's a whole other world too. That evolves <laughs> somewhere down the line in my dancing. Uh, I've always been a performer. Yeah, I danced for the Houston Rockets, the NBA Houston Rockets. I was with them for eleven seasons. Uh, at the same time, I was with a touring group for ten years called Vocal Trash, and it was basically singing, dancing, drumming, all with recycled instruments. So I was always a performer. I was always competing. I was always teaching. So when social media popped up really hard, Instagram, TikTok, when those like eight, 2018, 17, 18, 19, yeah. blowing up, um, I just stuck my foot in the door. And and with all the experience I had, um, all the footage I had through the years gathered and ready to go. And creating new you were stuff ready for, for it. Yeah. And then, then the biggest thing is creating stuff for the platform. Yeah. I can have all the old footage in the world and, it, and it'll do well, but. You had to create for the platform. So what do you think has been your success? So like what, so I, for anybody that doesn't know, this man makes the most simple, awesome tutorials on breaking that again, my, my previous guest, Lauren was pointing out, goes one, two, three. (laughs) What, what makes a tutorial a success in your opinion? Um, I think again, um, the tutorials that I make are going to be more directed towards people who have never danced before. Um, I do want regular dancers like to see it and maybe get inspired or even practice some of the moves or maybe that it's just a move they missed before and they want to learn. But a lot of it is to show the general public, non-dancers, that one, uh, this movement broken down to the most simplest form shows that it's attainable. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what size you are, doesn't matter how old you are, or none of that stuff. Like It's basic, basic movement just broken down to where you can see it. So my story is broken down like that to where you can see them. Um, and then on top of that, I still give you the actual movement. Like I, I do it full out so you can see that... Um, that it does take practice. So a lot of people are like, well, I can't get this in. Well, yes, yeah, sub- 
course, you're not going to just get into the first try. It's But it's for me to break it down just to show the normal eye that yeah. it's really just simple movements if you're just putting these movements together and then they're, they're motions. And uh, it's like one plus two plus three plus 10,000 hours and you got it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, just like anything you're going to do, any sport. I mean, look at basketball players. They literally still shoot 30. Oh, yeah. 20, they're still shooting free throws. They're still practicing their, their no, about the basics. It's going to be things that you have to yes, do forever, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, uh, it just depends how much you want some of these things. If you want to do it for fun, um, then I suggest Top Rock because it's going to be easy and fun. And you're going to, your most of your character and most of your energy is going to come out right, you know? Through- no, I agree. And, and to, I think Top Rock is the if you have no experience and you're just interested in breaking top rock will get like a nice little round of applause at a wedding like okay. I mean, oh you can dance cool <laughs> yeah i tell all my students show off show your yeah. friends your teachers because they, people see it and, and more than likely 85 percent of the people in the room are not gonna be able to do that so no absolutely not enjoy you doing it yeah whether you did it right or not you know and be like, oh, you can move. I've gotten that. I've gotten there like, literally just from like, in. I go like Indian step down into six step, and then just a freeze. And anybody who doesn't know how to dance is just like, what was that? Exactly. Exactly. So it's all fun. It's dancing at the end of the day. It's oh, great. it's the best dancing. You know? What's your uh, What's your favorite power move? Flares all day. <laughs> Those are the worst. I work. You know why? Because I worked really damn hard for that move. Like and I, I bet, I bet. When nobody was there to show me, all I could was practice that move over and over and over. I wanted it so bad, and I finally got one. And I know how long I, did it take you? How long did it take you? If you can remember, about three months. But this is a practice every single day. I'm talking about. I came home from school. Yeah. While I went to sleep, and I was practicing, and so. Source three bucks. Every time I ever did more than one flare, <laughs> I did three, and it changed. Yeah, yeah. How many can you, can you just do unlimited now? Uh, well, not unlimited. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe ten, twenty. Not there. <laughs> uh, uh, wear and tear on the body, but yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I could still hit like right now. I mean, I can hit as many as I want to, sure. But uh, you know, yeah, like five clean right now. Just, just you know, that's enough to just blow anybody's mind. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you got two or three, you're already in a good spot. Yeah, yeah. But you definitely want, you know, momentum is wild. So consistency is key. Yeah, so keep all those things fresh and clean. So a little bit more on kind of what brought you up. What is what does hip hop culture mean to you, man? Honestly, so a lot of people's hip hop stories. Their story with hip hop is hip hop saved my life. Mm. Hip hop changed my life, and. Um, I do have a story like that. Not necessarily. I wasn't. I didn't grow up like in a necessarily rough neighborhood. I didn't necessarily have nothing. Like I was an athlete before I was dancing. So I was. I was always into um, competitive sports, you know. And so, again, I didn't have any older brothers. I saw my cousins dancing. Well, actually, they were doing graffiti art first, and so I tried that. Didn't like it. Couldn't do it. So. <laughs> Thing, and that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. But um but as I met people and I and I gained friends, I had a choice of what I wanted to do. I had a choice that I could not dance and not necessarily just be with bad friends, but choose a different way 
or I could dance and and uh, basically put myself into this world, and and that's what I did. And it it's just hip hop is is very accepting. Um, it's one of those things where if you talk, it's um, it it's always there for you. That's I yeah. don't know how else to put it. Uh, and it's not just dancing itself because hip hop, you know, it's there's elements to it. There's there's DJing, there's MCing, uh, there's the art, there's breaking, but it all ties in because um, a lot of the things that help you in life is music. A lot of the, a lot of things like art, and art is not just drawing; it's it's creating things uh, in general. Like dancing too is art. So, um, and so a lot of those things help people uh, in ways. And and when we were younger, we didn't we didn't know how to express this, and we didn't really know how to show it, or we didn't even understand it. But breaking was t- teaching us a lot of things, like discipline. It was teaching us how to earn things. It was teaching us how to. Um, you know, just, you know, have nothing but do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that that's, it just, it changed. I saw it change a lot of people's lives where they did have nothing, but they had dancing. And then for me, uh, a lot of what it did was just, it gave me an avenue to, to uh, express. Uh, again, I was always a competitive athlete, so I was able to express and it gave me that platform to, um, be on stage in front of people and just all those different things like I wanted I've always wanted to be on TV or I wanted to be an actor or I wanted to do these things and I was able to do it through dancing and still be physical because I was an athlete so um, again hip-hop for everybody's different because you where you're from everybody's hip-hop Houston hip-hop history is different from Chicago hip-hop history and it's, so it's all it's all different and I get again that's the great thing about it you know it's it's all about peace, love, unity, and having fun. That's the basis of hip hop, and so we love it. Yep, I love awesome. it. All right, I have a bit of a I have a bit of a controversial one here. Okay. What's What's the difference for you between rap and hip hop? Okay, <laughs> perfect. No, this is perfect because that. So the question that you just asked me was the difference between rap and hip hop. Yeah, is like asking me what's the difference between basketball and hooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing. So hip-hop is a culture, right? So hip-hop is not just a dance. It's not just a word. It's not just a style of music. It's 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 a culture. And within the culture is the emceeing, the rapper, the rap music, right? So that's what that divide is. It's so saying, like, rapping is a part of hip-hop, yeah. you know? So a free throw is a part of basketball, you know? So those things are like, uh, and then, you know, again, there's the artists, there's the dancers. So again, when people say, well, I know how to, I know how to hip hop dance. Right. Like in my mind is like, oh, so you know how to break. Right. <laughs> Breaking is, is literally the, da- the dance version dance of what hip hop is. Yeah, yeah. So what you mean is, oh, you dance to like hip hop music and you do choreography to hip hop music. That's what you're doing. It's not a hip it's not necessarily a hip hop class because or else they would be teaching you breaking. Right. It's you dancing a hip hop flavor and dancing to hip hop music and doing a choreography, you know, to it. You know? So it's not necessarily just a dance or just a um, style of music. It's it's everything. It's it's the culture itself. So is there is there rap music that you would not classify as hip hop? 
Yes. So rap. So you know, rap is an acronym for rhythm and poetry. So yeah. did I not know that? <laughs> right. So oh my god, rap. It 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 did start from hip hop. Blew my mind open. <laughs> <laughs> but for me yeah. and for everybody, mostly it's 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 going to be people expressing themselves in a positive manner because hip hop is positive. It's yeah. that we didn't have fun. So if you're expressing yourself through a, a, a positive matter, and sometimes you're hurt, and so you like like so like a Tupac, you know, what? So you're hurt, but you, you're still you spitting out positive stuff, and it may be in a negative manner, mm. but that's that's hip hop, you know what I mean? And so again, rhythm and poetry, it, it's it's and it means you're you're doing poetry to this rhythm. So I would say where I would say rap crossed kind of a line that wasn't so more hip hop anymore. Uh, not saying it's not now. I'm saying there was a time, the first time frame I would say is gangster rap. Mm. Like real in the 90s, like there's some real. Interesting. Yeah. So it was more and more of the attitude behind it not being positive that it removes it from the hip hop. Yes. Interesting. That's not rhythm and poetry. That's yeah. you know, upper. They're yeah. little rappers, you know, like, um, and so, and that's fine. It, it, it yeah. evolved. It evolved. Some of my favorite stuff. That, that, that was created for hip hop. Yeah. You know, um, that's interesting because I would totally classify that as hip hop, but you're, I totally get that. It's not, it's not in the spirit of what hip hop is. Yeah. Means. Like, and you walked in, I mean, there's not music stores anymore, but you walked in <laughs> 20 for a CD, you probably looked under gangster rap for them. Yeah. 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 That. Um, yeah. So, what about mumble rap? More now, like there's a lot of like mumble rap, yeah. a lot of like electronic stuff. That's that's not. There's no feeling behind it. It's 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 cool music and it's it has great beats that we like, but there's no real feeling behind it. There's no story behind it, and that's what makes a hip hop song. That's what makes um, a good MC. Is listen, it's it's hard to story tell when it's a hubba da bubba da bu. I'm supposed to be listening to your song and getting inspired by it right. being my mind blown when half the words I can't even understand and some of the quotes that they use now days don't even make sense so it's hard for at all the hip hop from no but you're still right it's about hip hop is storytelling hip hop is it's going on a journey and when you yep. repeat the same word 17 times in a song that's not storytelling yeah yeah, exactly. So again, it's evolved. It's music. It's still in the hip hop genre. Um, it's just evolved, and you know, I agree. I agree, and I'm happy you agree with me because I was. I've had this. I've had this argument with a couple people. Where they're like, "No, Rumble Man is hip hop." I'm like, "You don't understand. Like, this is not. This is not the same thing." For sure. For sure. Now, again, I won't deny the fact that it, it's it's it uh it's evolved from hip hop. Hmm. And hip hop was, and then what hip hop is the umbrella of hip hop, yeah. But you know, uh, it's 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 definitely not something we use. We don't. You're not gonna go to a hip hop event. You're not gonna go to a breaking event. You're not gonna go to any of these events and hear the, those songs. Yeah, you can go to the dance club and hear those songs. You can put it on the 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 rap radio station and hear those songs. You know, but. It's those that we don't really use those for, you know. No, it makes sense. 
on the positive side of things, what's what's a song for you that gets you every just every time it gets you pumped, it gets you ready to dance? Like it's just your you know you got to get on the floor when it goes on. Man, honestly, anything from James Brown. Yeah, Brown's really gonna get you moving. Uh, he has a lot of great songs that are that are that we use in breaking. So, um, uh, but a more recent like a Bruno Mars, something like uh, um. I can't think of it at the top of Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's there's a couple more out there that, that he has that are really good, but but yeah, so um stuff like that, you know. For me, even even with my limited skill, if I hear black sheep or uh uh, uh oh my god, uh so it's it, it there's the, the classic okay, maybe you saw the video of the dad with his son in the car and he's just like Spilling his cereal and freaking out and like dancing like crazy. <laughs> James Brown. I mean, anything that like it's like the instrumentals too. Like it's just these classic because there's not there's not much lyrics in a bat. You know, when you're in the battle situation, it's the, it's all the instrumentals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so again, more in a grassroots jam. More, uh, we, again, we call dance competitions jams. So when I say jam, that's what I mean, like a small a dance competition. But in a in a, a grassroots jam, which is more of a lower level in city jam, they you're gonna play music, you're gonna hear everything. But a lot of these bigger jams now that are streamed online and things like that, they can't play copyrighted music. So now what you're hearing is a lot of more drum beats, mm. more um, oh, yeah. having to create their own beats to play. Um, but what's happening is there, there's, I mean, you, there's forever beats you can make, but there's so many just that, 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 like there's so many of those now that it's just kind of like watered down. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, 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 it's back and forth. A lot of these DJs, they, I mean, they still create amazing beats, you know, um, but a lot of that feeling and that funk and those words that we dance to. Uh, we're losing a lot of that, you know. Oh man, that's yeah. That's the, the, the bigger jabs and the bigger jabs. Right, right, right. No, it makes total sense because it's it, the world of uh, the world of music has changed a bit with with streaming and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, and totally. Writing and, and and down to the core now, especially with social media and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's wild. They're really picking out on all those. What uh? What advice would you give to somebody who wants to pursue a breaking career or do it professionally um one so to start a breaking career specifically you would definitely have to first be ready to go all in hmm. um of course you may have a head start already by maybe i've taught some classes before or performed here and there or even just competing i may interrupt you i thought of the fucking song i thought of the song of the song Andy up, Andy up. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. That shit will get. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> who is that? Is that Buster? No. Oh God, hold on. Oh. I'm gonna search it. I'm gonna search it. Andy up. Oh. Exactly. It is Buster. It's featuring it Buster. Buster. It's okay, it's yeah. Emma uh, MOP. Ah, uh, that's right. You gotta watch that video of the dude dancing in the car with his son. It is the funniest shit because he's just. <laughs> pain him, pain him. And the kid's just spilling his cereal everywhere. It's so funny. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. 
But yeah, so so okay, pursuing a breakdancing oh, career, you gotta go all you gotta go all in. You gotta you gotta, you gotta be ready to go all in. Like if you really wanna pursue a dancing career, you're gonna have to be ready to sacrifice some time, uh, sacrifice uh, doing a couple things uh, in general that you might not want to do. Some, some, some. Again, some people dance for fun. Some want to teach. Some want to perform. One, some, some want to compete. Someone might hit them all. Some don't, and some do because they have to for for uh, you know uh, for job purposes. So again, you have to be open to all of those. And not only that, more than ever with the Olympics coming up. And all the opportunities it's going to open, um, I all you know the professionalism. It always needs to be there. Um, you know you got to be reliable, uh, but you know it that comes with growth as well. So you know you also got to have time to grow as a person and, and gain those all those things are skills you build and learn through time. But if you're gonna dance, you got to be able to go all in, spend all your time doing it. You got to love it. You gotta know there's gonna be things that sometimes um that you don't wanna do. And then it's nothing bad. It's just early mornings or you might have to wear a costume you don't wanna wear. It's <laughs> gotta be a lot of those different things, you know? Yeah. And and uh and of course you can pick and choose what you want and don't wanna do. But again, oh also more than ever, social media, I I know I'm pushing it because I'm a I, I'm on social media. You well you listen, you're a success story from it. It's one of the most important and free tools that you're ever going to have in your life. Like literally, I just told my, I just was just saying how I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to do, I wanted to be on reality TV. I wanted to be in movies. I wanted to be in commercials. And I can literally do that on all my social media platforms. Right. Create my own commercials, create my own things and promote it to as many people as I want to. It, um, obviously some people have to gain a following but that's how you gain the following is that you got to give them something to want a story you got to feed feed them positivity feed them something that they don't know something they can learn like it's it's again it's it's all if, if nothing else it's a you want to get you know? it's a body of work it's showing that you've put hours in showing that you you know I'm sure that, you know, if you get asked for specific things, you can be like, yeah, pull up this video. I'm doing it right there. Like, I'm, you know, has it, has, has social media gotten you opportunities that you maybe wouldn't have gotten without it? For sure. For sure. Obviously, you get a lot of ad deals and you meet, um, even though if you don't get sponsored by these people long term, you, you still meet people and you learn, you know, the system and you talk to uh, different agents and different things like that. So, um, but, uh, you learn a lot, man. It's, it's, it, this is work. It's literally work. Like, yeah. it's, um, podcasters, social media, uh, influencers, like, it's all work. Like, there's editing, graphic designers, like, it's, uh, it's everything to the core. But you don't, a lot of these things you don't know, but you learn along the way. Things that I didn't know in social media four or five years ago, now I know. Right. And I'll talk to people who go to school for these things and, and I'll teach them things about, you know, TikTok and Instagram that they don't even know or just, you know, about the algorithm. And yeah. So it cracks me up thinking about like a college class about social media just because it changes every day. <laughs> like, how can you possibly teach a semester? The best thing I could tell everybody is experience. Um, I didn't learn how to dance, like compete until I battled. 
You know, I didn't learn how to how to post until I posted for a couple of years. You know, like there's, it's all consistency is key. Like truly, everything in life consi consistency is key. But especially with something like social waiting, media. start creating. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Because trial by fire, you got to do it. That's the only way, and it's the only way. And and it goes back to what I said about if you want to have a dance career is going all in. You also have to go all in with the fact that you're an entertainer and that you have to put yourself out there. Like you, the, your best tool, even outside of social media, is you. You have people have to want you. They have to want um, to hear what you have to say. They want, and not only that, they have to enjoy it. You know, and and same thing with dancing. They have to want to see. Your dad thing. And I think that's the good thing, again, about my tutorials is that, um, again, I see so many tutorials out there, but I the feedback that I get from people is what they tell me. They, you make it look so simple and you make it look like this. And I basically make them feel good about watching the video and yeah. maybe trying it, you know? So it's a lot of those things. It worked on me, man. Like, I haven't, I haven't, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm doing hockey right now, ice hockey to kind of stay in shape. But like, I'll tell you what, you sh the way that you break it down, I'm like, I could, I could spend a half an hour trying to do something and get a little sweat on in my basement. Like, absolutely. I'll get, I'm going to, I'm going to jump back in. I think I just, I love breaking so much. And it's, uh, I've always, I, I've wanted a windmill my entire life and I tried for like a solid week and it was just the hardest thing, but I, I may have to get on a mission here. Yeah, man. Do it, man. And little by little. And there's no rush. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's just like people going to jujitsu or any or boxing. You're not going to become some boxer or you might, you never know. You might end up loving it. But the point is, is physical activity to yeah. keep moving and you're learning something new and it's fun. I mean, it's my, uh, it's the, the two tattoos that I have. Well, they're going to be upside down, but I have uh move and create. Exactly. And these yeah. are what keep me, keep my mind healthy. For sure, for sure, <laughs> and that's what I. That's I, I have to say one more thing. Going back, to, yeah, yeah. Going back to the handstand thing is, um, you know, you feel accomplished really fast when you do a handstand for one second, three seconds, five seconds, ten seconds. Like this is why I also tell people to do it. It's not just free free to learn balance and all that stuff. It, it, it's it it gives you the accomplishment. It gives you the feeling of Oh, I just did this. I just yeah. earned this. Like, and it's my body, and it's me, and 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 of course, through breaking and all the moves, that's how you that's how you fall in love too. I mean, it's addicting. You learn one move, and you want to learn the next, and the next, and then you combine moves, and you're like, it's all another world. So it's small move, it's small accomplishments, small wins. All yes. yeah, because like you, then you get the hands, and you're like, yeah, but can you do a ninety twist it? Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh shit. I'm like, oh, I cross your leg over now. And then they cross yeah. one leg over and they're like, there you go. Now you got to freeze. Yeah. They're like, what did I do? Well, why then? Wait, I got to freeze? So, I mean, again, Don't uh, it's all it's all steps. Yes, everything. And everything, you know, that I teach, or it, it's all going to lead to the next thing. You just have to trust, you know? So. Absolutely. What, uh, outside of you, oh, no, sorry, you, you, I was, I cut you off with that. Well, I just said experience is the key. Experience is the key. I mean, with anything, absolutely. Yep. Outside of the uh, career, do you have a hobby or something that kind of takes you away from it and, and lets you relax? 
Man, for a long time, I didn't. For a long time, I, I was uh, just performing. I was, again, for I'd say for about a 10 to 15 year span, I, um, I mean, I was performing with the Rockets and traveling. I was teaching. Like here back at home, I was teaching like one or two or three days a week. Uh, so when I was home, I was competing. I was uh, practicing. I was hitting the gym. So all of it was that. So for a good solid amount of time. And then when you get the burnout, you definitely, you know, need something to keep you. So, um, well, one was obviously social media. Um, and it kept me dancing, but in a different way. Yeah. So I to go compete and then have to go perform. And, but um, also I started doing Spartan races uh, because I've always athlete, but um I, I would always go play basketball with my friends and it hurt my ankles and then to keep me from dancing. So I stopped playing basketball um, and just so on and so forth, tennis and all the other ones. It's just, you know, it's, it keeps me, it hurts dancing parts of me. Yeah. Those, those things swing in. But when I do Spartan races, it's a lot or most of the stuff I'm doing, like, Again, I've been dancing for 27 years, so my body parts, certain ones have been feeling these moves for 27 years. I've done a million flares in my life, literally probably a million flares in my life. So think about the shoulders and the wrist, and then I felt a million flares of pressure. Um, like, it, it, it's wear and tear, you know, definitely. So, so see, I'm uh, sitting up less straight just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm doing these sport racing, and I'm climbing ropes, and I'm jumping fences, and remember, I'm an athlete all my yeah. life. And so this is natural to me and it's fun. Um, so I'm doing these and it, and it, and it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I'm doing these things. It doesn't hurt. So I started doing that for more. I, I think I did like seven or eight months straight, literally right before the pandemic hit. Wow. Yes. It really threw me off really bad because, uh, it ripped that away from me. It ripped dancing and performing and traveling and even the gym. It ripped, it ripped right. everything away from me. So, um, I really got into biking and uh, running there. Yeah, dude, mountain mountain biking yeah. is so much fun. I got actually that's crazy. I started mountain biking during COVID, um, yeah. and it was I'm I'm going on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I would say right now outside of dancing, uh, besides social media, the three things that really keep me uh, um, keep me like sane and just uh, free and 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 I still feel that I when I do those things, it's helping me with dancing. Um, it's running, biking, and doing Spartan races. I, I started doing them again too. Eventually, when they open, I don't do them every single month now, but it's every couple months. Um, and I travel to some of them too, so they're not just here in Texas where I live. Um, I go other places so I can different terrains, different weather. I'm know. sure your cardio from dancing makes you a freaking superhero in those races. And I do very well again. So <laughs> yeah, I don't even do the regular ones anymore. I do yeah. Great against the other guys who race and, and they train for them. So, oh my God. Uh, and, he, and you get to see where your weaknesses are because I'll, I'll beat a lot of them in the ra running because my endurance is there. But then some of them will get me in like when you got to carry stuff. Or, yeah. I mean, I still do I still do well. But again, you, you really pick up on what your weaknesses are and what you can work on. So, yeah. No, that's, that's so cool. I've wanted to do a Spartan or a Tough Mudder for so long and I, I need to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, do a Spartan. Tough Mudder, like, you really got to be a Tough Mudder because those <laughs> are like, you get shocked and you're really at mud a lot. Spartan is, Spartan, all right. is the more 
cleaner version of all of it. But it's, it's tough. It's not just easy or nothing. But my wife will go for that more because I've been trying to tell her. I was like, we got to do this. She's like, I don't want to get electrocuted. I'm like, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, no, so, all right. Spar- Spartan is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. I would say Spartan. So, and then maybe we'll let's see, you know, down the line, you can try that or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll get like me and a crazy friend and we'll get electrocuted and, and put under ice water and stuff. <laughs> a ice water, I'm cool with the electrocution. I'm... Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> they can electrocute my shoulder if they want to. Yeah, right. True. I just, just keep it right here. Just right on the shoulder. Oh, yeah, not really. Right. Sorry. <laughs> this guy's just stopping and getting a massage from the, the electricity. <laughs> what the hell? Did you get not in the water, though. Why these home? Right. <laughs> But they do it in water. I've seen, I don't know. Anyways. A little sketchy there. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to, uh, I want to roll out the red carpet for you a little bit. It's been a fantastic interview and I've gotten so much out of it. Uh, What, tell everybody what you got going on in your life. Yeah. So right now, again, it's just, um, social media, obviously the reds just came out. So like now it's another, it's a whole new app. It's basically like a Twitter than Instagram. I just joined today. Yes, and so and just suddenly have like two hundred followers for some fucking reason. I'm already up to like I think six thousand. I'm but, sure, but yes, now it's another one that I have to keep up with. Uh, I know, yeah. So it's exactly what I thought. Yeah, for a while uh, coming up. Yeah, now, but you got to get that early real estate. I know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For that's one thing I've learned is one get it while it's hot. And I'm like, I'm not on Twitter, but if this can be my Twitter presence, I'm fine. Because it's just, again, it's another, it's another three minutes of uploading the thing when you're doing, you know, hitting all the, hitting all the spots. Yeah. And, and, and Twitter's just, it's ugly now. So yeah, it, I, I mean, it's been, I had no interest and then threads came out. I was like, I'll listen, I'll, I'll give it a sh-. Again, if it takes three minutes a day to upload the same reel that I'm doing everywhere else, why not? Yeah. I mean, Yeah. Do it, yeah. At this point, like on there, it's it, it's it's free game. Like, yeah, threads is like anything you can put your. Especially if you've got six thousand followers in a day, like you know, it's 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 new. That's the main thing I've learned too. Is like every social media has a different audience. Very few people are going to see you twice in in you know on different apps. So do you have to do all of them? And it, again, it's yeah. it's the. Uh, <laughs> One of my previous guests, uh, Master Ken, who's this like really funny martial arts guy, he was like, he had the same thing on, on TikTok. He's like, oh God, another app. I don't want it. And then he posted one video. It got 40 million views. He, he went back on after the weekend and had like 600,000 followers. He's like, oh, I guess I'm on TikTok now. Okay. <laughs> oh, that, uh, whoa, this We're going to have like 20 fucking apps at some point. Like just because it's, that's, it's listen. We work, you weren't lying when you said it's work. It is work. You got it. This is work. it's a grind. I will. I will say I spend about three to four hours a day posting across four four apps, maybe five apps. Yeah, and that's, that's part-time like, job. And that's just posting. That's not even like creating. Creating, right, creating right, or edit. Like it's just, but, but um, but it's really yeah. listen. We could be at a desk. We could be not, you know, doing whatever else. Like. Yeah. As creatives, as artists, this is, uh, it's, I, I always like to say, choose your tired. You can either, you know, do this and be tired or be doing something you hate and be tired mentally and, and your soul is tiring. For sure. Now, yeah, I, I get to be at home with our social media too a lot. So, I mean, it's yeah, great. So, uh, oh yeah. yeah tell people where they can find you. 
Yeah, well, obviously, on all, literally, on all social media platforms that I'm on, which is most of them, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, uh, <laughs> Clapper, like all of them. Oh, I did join Cloud. <laughs> I'm literally on all of them. Yeah. All of them, I'm at Beast Boogie. Literally just at. You did, you did it. You you capped the same name across all platforms. Well, hold on. <laughs> the one I didn't was Twitter. I had to put an underscore at the end of Beast Boogie because the yeah, guy. Okay, was- it's okay. Fuck Twitter. It's dead. Yeah, so that, that's why I don't know. I just say it's a, I got it across. But also my website, uh, www.beastboogie.com, and that's more of a, a like a Beast Boogie dictionary, not a dictionary, um, like a Wikipedia library. Yeah, my, yeah. Like my resume. It's, it has a lot of, it has my history of performing, and, and it's a photo gallery, and it has all kinds of stuff. Um, but anything I do in the future, obviously, uh, will be through my website. So, oh yeah, um, but it all ties in. There's Linktree, and I mean, oh I know. Well, just to Instagram, it figure out my whole life pretty much. So. <laughs> <laughs> that that Linktree, I have uh, I have Solo.co, which is similar, and it's just it's just like, yeah, it's all it's all the stuff. Just go click the link, yeah, find what you want. <laughs> go to one of them, and you'll figure it all. Exactly, out. they all link to each other. <laughs> but um, but yeah, besides that, like, I got another uh, dance competition I'll be hosting here in Houston in a couple of months. How oh, sick. Um. I had recently got an injury on my shoulder, um, and, and I was going to compete in a couple of competitions upcoming, which I think I'll still be able to. It just slowed me down a little bit um, with training, and uh, I'm, I'll be doing a Spartan race coming up as well. So again, all all of the above that I've been doing, and more of the keep up with me on social media. You know, that's that's how you'll figure out. Learn some learn some break dancing from Beast Boogie. I'm gonna yeah, I'm yeah. enjoy. I'm gonna be doing the same. So join me. We'll we'll. Comment with uh, which video, which 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 move you're learning, and we'll go on our on our breaking journey together. Yes, <laughs> lots more, lots lots more to come. So. Hell yeah, man! Well, thank you so much for your time. This has been awesome. I super appreciate talking to you. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, anytime, let me know. And hey, if I if I ever get a podcast, I'll reach out to you. Oh, I would love to. That would be an absolute. I would be honored. <laughs> So everybody watching and listening, uh, I will see you next time.